This is a Federal News Network podcast. Sometimes the surging waters from hurricanes are more damaging and deadly than the wind. Now the National Weather Service is better at forecasting storm surges. My next guest leads the team that developed a new and sophisticated surge model that gives earlier warnings of potential floods. Jamie Rome is a storm surge specialist at the National Weather Service's National Hurricane Center and a finalist in this year's Service to America Medals program. And he joins me now. Mr. Rome, good to have you on. It's a pleasure to be with you. Tell us what you did. Well, about 10 years ago, um, in the in the aftermath of Hurricane Ike, which struck the um, upper Texas coastline, we noticed uh, there was a, a problem with the understanding of our, our forecast. We were forecasting you know pretty dire uh, storm surge um, impacts to the Texas coast and the Bolivar Peninsula, 20 to 25 feet. Yet people weren't evacuating. They weren't going. They were saying that they didn't understand or they, they couldn't relate to the forecast. So that really prompted a uh, a large 10-year effort to kind of basically overhaul the way we predict and communicate storm surges uh, here in the in the United States. And what are the elements that go into a forecast like this? You have to look at barometric pressure or sea levels or the moon phase? What goes into it? All of the above. It's actually, uh, in, in my 20 years with NOAA, the most complicated and difficult problem I've ever worked on. Because it's not just a function. You got to get the weather right. Um, so you got to get the hurricane and the wind, which is the driving force behind um, storm surge. So you got to get all of that right, which is a tough enough problem. I think we can all understand how hard it is to predict not only where a hurricane's going to go, but how strong it's going to be. But then you got to get things like the tide right. You have to know the local coastline. You have to know all of these things about the local coastline, the shape, how quickly the ocean gets deep as you move offshore how quickly the land rises as you move inland. So you have to have all of this information and synthesize it. To, you know, you can't give out all the sophisticated information in a hurricane and expect a layman to piece it together. So you've got to synthesize all of that complex interaction and, and basically distill it down into one or a simple a product that can be communicated to the public so that they can um, make decisions to protect their life. So did you develop algorithms then that take into account all of these different variables? For example, at one point on the Texas coast, the coastline has a certain slope, but maybe in Florida it has a totally different slope. Yeah, so we we develop uh, models for for the ocean. They're solving the equations for, for how the ocean reacts to wind versus solving the equations for, for example, how rain and, and heat and, and that sort of thing. Um, so these are these are run on, on NOAA supercomputers. They're pretty sophisticated pieces of code, which are crunching, you know, making thousands and thousands and thousands of calculations every second. And then we get all of that back here at the Hurricane Center and produce or convert that data into you know, warnings and maps. And when you begin to undertake a project like this, we need to improve this storm surge prediction. Do you start with a blackboard and chalk, or does it start with, how do you get started? It sounds cliche, but it kind of almost did start with a whiteboard. So the first thing we did is is we went to our users and partners, and uh, we we, uh, partnered with uh, social scientists and communication experts. And we went to our customers and partners and said, you know, basically, what about the process that we're doing now isn't working? And we got all this really detailed feedback um, that basically we were producing information that was too sophisticated, too complicated. It, It basically required 
every citizen to be a storm surge expert and no detailed information about the elevation of their house in these highly sophisticated what we call vertical datums which is a really complicated way to measure the height of a, a home and so we heard that this was just just too complicated and so we really got busy trying to come up with a way that could more clearly uh, communicate the risk and so this turned out to be these these flood maps that became operational in the last couple of years as well as explicit warnings meaning if we we in the weather service feel that the threat is sufficient enough we can issue an explicit warning similar to a hurricane warning or a flash flood warning or tornado warning um, that can directly communicate to citizens um, there's a significant enough chance of life-threatening conditions from coastal flooding that you should probably take action immediately. We're speaking with Jamie Rome. He's a storm surge specialist at the National Weather Service's Hurricane Center and a finalist in this year's Service to America Medals program. And how do you know when the model is right? Do you have to make a prediction and then see what happens? So it's not just about making the forecast. In the off-season, we have to go through a thorough validation process to ensure that our model is correct. And then how we convert that data, when we convert that data into maps and warnings, ensure that the conversion process is, is accurate. And we work with other federal agencies such as um, the USGS, they, they deploy these sensors out in advance of a hurricane. So you know, we'll give them a forecast USGS, and they'll go put these specialized sensors right in the path of the hurricane. And then we get that data back, and we're able to use it to figure out where the model needs to be tweaked. Suppose a test run shows that, well, we predicted a storm surge of 10 feet, but it actually came in at 25 feet. How do you determine which variable was off? Thankfully, our errors are bounded, and we're, we're never off by that much. Our typical errors are on the order of you know, a foot or two here and there. Um, and it can be several uh, parameters. It can be several things contributing to that era. It could be the way the the, the way that we resolve the hurricane in in the in the ocean model system. Hurricanes have um, highly asymmetric and, and unusual wind fields. And so when you go to represent that, sometimes you, you might not represent it completely correctly. The other uh, large error mechanism is like the friction, the, the overland friction. So as water tries to move over land, the land is obviously exerting a friction against it. And each land type has a different friction term. Um, so as hurricanes strike different areas, um, we get detailed information about the friction in that area, and we can go in and tune the model uh, accordingly. And what are you, a meteorologist, a geologist, a computer science type? What, what's your background that you brought to this? So I started in, in meteorology, and um, you know I've bounced around in, in several positions here at the, the Hurricane Center. Um, I ultimately landed as a, as a hurricane specialist or a hurricane forecaster, but I had a, a background from my, my time at North Carolina State University in, in coastal processes and basic coastal morphology and, and coastal policy. And so that background, coupled with my experience forecasting hurricanes, is really what sort of led me into this position, which is multidisciplinary. So it's a really good question. It's multidisciplinary. And our team here, we have a team of you know about eight or nine people, and, and they run the spectrum of specialties from, from oceanography to GIS, to geology and meteorology, we, we basically have to kind of hire, um, have, a, have a multidisciplinary team here because storm surge is, 
it's not just oceanography, it's not just um, meteorology, it's, it's also geology and coastal morphology. And so to pull in that entire spectrum of expertise, the hiring here is really a complicated process. And will the Outer Banks be with us for a while longer? Oh, yeah. So the Outer Banks will be uh, with us for the foreseeable future. Um, obviously, that is one of many areas that is undergoing rapid what's called coastal morphology or the change in the coastline owing to a, a number of, of conditions. Uh, some of it is just natural. Uh, barrier islands just evolve with time, and then some of it is due to climate change. Um, as the ocean uh, rises, the, the obviously the coastline has to evolve with the rising ocean. Well, we'll have to see what happens, and I was going to ask about Cape Cod, but we'll leave that for another time. Jamie Rome is a storm surge specialist at the Weather Service's National Hurricane Center and a finalist in this year's Service to America Medals program. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. We'll post this interview along with a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast one. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature.